Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello, hi everyone. Woo woo! Welcome back to a brand new episode of Lear on the Line. Happy Tuesday. How are you guys? Happy Tuesday. How was your weekend? I feel like shit. Okay, so I got really fucking drunk on Saturday night. And I've got like a two day anxiety hangover. Like I literally just want to cry at all times. Like I feel so depressed. Not to kick it off on a negative because I'm feeling all right. Do you know what I mean, babes? But overall, I've just still got that anxiety feeling of just like, oh my God, why do I even drink alcohol? Like not one part of my body (laughs) enjoys it. Like, okay, that's not true. I I fucking, I like getting a bit tips. Do you know what I mean? But I just took it too far. And I had proper bad anxiety, but like, yeah, I'm good. (laughs) I'm good, man. (laughs) I just feel a bit shit still. Like, I just feel really depressed today. Like, I don't know. I'm gagging for summer. Like, the sun makes everything feel better. I'm really suffering with my (laughs) depression in the winter at the moment. (laughs) Just trying to keep a smile on my face, to be honest, because it's actually really quite bad, but whatever. Good news is the cups, the Lear on the Line cups, the iced coffee, water, whatever you want to fill it with, the cups are on sale, baby. They're available to buy, guys. So go fucking crazy! Like, basically... All you have to do is head over to the Instagram at Lear on the Line. All the all the details are in the most recent post, the picture of the cups. Also, we did a giveaway. So if you missed that, I'm really sorry. It ended at midnight. So the giveaway is now over if you're listening to this. But the winner is being announced today. So keep your eyes peeled for that. It could be you, baby. But yeah, they are available to buy, which is so, so exciting. They will be available from 12 p.m. so midday today tuesday the 21st of feb just fucking go to town darling if you fancy one go for it if you don't totally understand i'm still your best friend like i will not take it personally we are still soul sisters for life okay but i'm really excited i really hope you guys love them i absolutely love it like i I won't lie i've got one for every drink so my leer on the line cup is for alcoholic beverages <laughs> like that would be my pre-drinks cup my don't text your ex is my iced coffee cup and my confession diaries is my water cup so you know what I mean I'm <laughs> really excited so basically I have this like fear that like if I put some anything in a drink like say my layer on the line cup is my alcohol drink right I, I put um a gin and tonic in there the other day and I feel like if I filled up with water now, I would just still, it's like the placebo effect. I will taste gin and tonic. Like, I don't know what it is with straws. Like I have to, even though I clean them with straw cleaners, I just have this idea in my head that it, one cup has to be for one thing. It's just an issue I have. I have this thing. So yeah, um, <laughs> really happy about that. But I'm honestly just loving life. Like I feel like such a fucking little legend, like drinking out of my cup. Like I'm such a sexy gal. Like honestly, I've got it in my hand right now. I just feel like a fucking babe. I can't, I can't even lie to you. No, I literally, I feel like a fucking stunner. <laughs> yeah, I got a pink, pink straw, babe. I'm a fucking stunner. That's why. So recommend you guys get your hands on them. But if, like I said, if you don't want to get one, I will not be offended. It's totally fine. Even if one of you gets one and we can be matching, I will just cry real happy tears. Send me pics. Like when they arrive, I will let you know, actually. They're made to order because obviously we just don't want to just make loads of fucking wastage. Do you know what I mean? So 
they are made to order. So please allow five to seven days for dispatch. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, we don't want to just bulk make these things if they're not going to sell. And then we've got waste, you know, and that's just not good for the planet. It's not good for anybody. So, yeah, they're made to order. So just allow like a good week for dispatch. And yeah, they will be on their way to you, honey. And when they arrive... I really, hand on heart, don't think they'll disappoint. Like, I can't lie. I think they're gorgeous. The quality is really, really good as well. Like, they don't leak. Obviously, there's a hole where the straw goes. So if it's full up and you drop it, it will leak through that hole. But the actual edge of the, like, lid is leak proof. Like, it will not leak. Only if it gets through the little straw hole. So <laughs> just plugging my own, my own brand. But anyway, guys, I'm really excited. So all the details will be on my Instagram, the latest post, but... Also, you can head over to at handmadeby.chloe on Instagram and purchase one through her DMs or the link to her Etsy website. So yeah, this is not sponsored, but it is my product in collaboration with Handmade by Chloe. So I don't know if I need to disclose that, but whatever. Do you know what I mean? I love you guys. I hope you had an amazing weekend. I hope you don't feel as anxious as I do. And if you do, we are in this together, babe. Like I've never had anxiety last more than a day. So it's really like just shaking me up and I really don't like it to be honest, but I'm really just hoping that I'll feel okay tomorrow. I'm sure I will, but if I don't, that's just okay. Do you know what I mean? We just work through each day at a time. Okay, guys, thank you so much for tuning into this episode. I'm really looking forward to it. The weekly debate this week. I don't know if we've ever done it. I feel like we haven't. Like, I'm pretty sure we haven't. But I am really excited because I have no idea what the answer is going to be. So you guys will just have to stay tuned because that's coming up in two seconds. But yeah, I love you guys so much. Head over to the Instagram for the cups. Thank you for everything you do. Like, I appreciate you all more than you will ever, ever, ever know. Like, you are the best fucking thing that's ever happened to me. And I will never, ever take it for granted for a single, single second. Every second that we do this podcast together, like, you... I, I just appreciate every single second I have because you never know when it could be just taken away, you know? Okay, guys, I love you. Sending you all a big hug if anyone needs it. And yeah, let's get into the episode. Thank you so much for listening to Leah on the line. Remember to leave a rating on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and hit the notification bell. You can send in your confessions and dilemmas to Leah on the line at gmail.com and follow me on socials at Leah on the line and at Leah Levain to see visual clips of the podcast. I love you. Enjoy the episode. Okay, everyone, I hope you're all comfortable. Got your headphones in or we're blasting out the car right now, blasting out a speaker. We're just playing out the phone out loud. Welcome. Let's have a good old chinwag. Oh, that I just gave myself the ick. Chinwag. What the fuck? Who says that? Does anyone say that? Oh, because I definitely don't. I've never said that before. Let's chinwag it out, shall we? Okay. The weekly debate this week is... Do you stalk your partner's exes on social media? Now, I've just had a little glimpse and I get the feeling some of you, not not many, but some of you have read this as do you stalk your exes on socials, which we've definitely done. But the question is, do you stalk your ex, your partner's exes? Yeah, so your partner's previous girlfriend, boyfriend, previous flings. Do we, are you stalking them? Are we interested? Let's have a little read through. I have no clue like how common this is. So let's have a little read. Somebody says, yes, a cheeky stalk doesn't hurt. Okay. No, as soon as we break up, I block them to stop me doing this exact thing. Oh, okay. So I feel like she she's one of the people that think I mean stalk your ex. Okay, that's fine. Also good to know. Um, I don't. We've discussed our exes and shown photos of them when we first got together. Oh, not the pics. Not the pics. Oh my God. But I don't feel any need to look at her profile or anything. Okay, gorge, gorge. Oh, I'm very lucky and my boyfriend doesn't have exes, but I would. <laughs> that is nice. When they have no exes, it is nice. Somebody says, yes, keep your friends close, but your enemies closer. They are not your enemies, okay? Let's remember that. Nothing wrong with a little stalk 50-50 on this one as ignorance is bliss. Yeah. Uh, yeah, ignorance is definitely bliss. I will agree with you. But then I think I'd always have the questions. Like for me, let me tell you what I do. I don't stalk any of my boyfriend's exes. I never have, ever, ever, ever. It is so not interesting to me. And I think it would be so easy to get into a toxic hole of just being like a, a part of your fucking routine. Like, mm, let's check what she's posted in the last three days. I, I just couldn't, 
it just would never have a positive impact on me and my mental health and my relationship like there is no good that can come from it at all like not one single thing I like to know who they are like for sure I want to know I want to know I want to know if if we look similar (laughs) am I your type is she prettier than me no I'm kidding to be honest like I am totally okay with my ex my boyfriend's ex is being prettier than me because I don't think it's the it's the be all or end all I really don't do you know what I mean like and the thing is I'm not like mega 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 confident so like it's it's highly likely that I will think that they're prettier than me but at the same time I'm like that that's not a reflection of me and that's not a reflection of our relationship and our connection do you know what I mean it's it is really fucking irrelevant what they look like to be honest so yeah, I like to know who they are out of curiosity and interest. I like to know how long were you together? Why did you break up? Who broke up with who? Did you cry? Did you beg for a back? Like, <laughs> I like to just get these things out in the open early days. Do you know what I mean? But yeah, I'm not a stalker. I'm really, really not. Like, that's me being totally honest, guys. Okay, back to you. I did for a couple of years, but now I'm 12 years into it and she doesn't even cross my mind. Okay, gorgeous. A couple of years though, fuck me. Christ, that must be really draining, I feel like. Um, okay, all the time they blocked me at the beginning and have and have unblocked me. Oh my god, spit it out Leah. And have unblocked me, so they clearly want me to see. Oh yeah. I have done in the past just to see if he has a type, but I wouldn't ever reach out to them. Oh my god, yeah, like why would we reach out to these people? No. <laughs> Him telling me her name was the worst thing. I think you shouldn't. I think you shouldn't, but for peace of mind. Yeah, this is the thing. It's like I really want to be ignorant about it. Like at the beginning, I'm I just try to avoid the questions. I'm like, I'm like, don't even give me a letter. Like, I will fucking find her. Like, what does her name begin with? L. I will find her. <laughs> but then it got to a point where I was like, no, nah, just just let me know, you know, just let me let me know a little bit about your dating history. Come on, hit me with it. Okay. I did it a lot for ages. I don't even know why I did it. We've been together for three years and happy. I don't know why. He's my first serious relationship. I'm not his. I think that's where the security came. Insecurity came. Yeah, I can understand that. Um Okay, I wouldn't stalk, but I definitely have a browse out of curiosity and the, and the st- at the start and maybe now and then during the relationship. Okay, so this is the thing. I think like, what is the good that can come from it? Do you know what I mean? Like it's either going to make you feel insecure or it's going to make you feel, I don't even know what else it can make you feel, to be honest. To be honest, I can only imagine it's going to make you insecure because it's like, you're going to look at them and you're going to know, you fucked my boyfriend. Do you know what I mean? (laughs) Oh God, I'm not even going to fucking expand on that thought because my blood's boiling. Okay. Um, So I, okay. My friends made me, wait, my friends, wait a, wait a second. Okay, there's a huge natural urge to just out of curiosity, but I try not to because comparison is a bitch. Also, I've been steadily, oh, fucking hell, yeah, it's going to be a bad talking day. Heavily stalked. I was about to say steadily hawked. Obviously, I keep, I said this in the episode with Jamie. I keep doing it recently where I'll swap the letters around in my head. It's weird as fuck. Anyway, I've been heavily stalked before by my ex's new partner to the stage where her and her friends made mean tweets about me and my looks saying I wear push-up bras. Oh, fuck off. Yeah, look at how plunge every now and then. What the fuck has that got to do with you? Honestly, seriously. So I try not to because triggered lol, but I get why people do. I think it's quite common. I do, learning from this, I'm, I'm thinking it's quite common. Somebody said she's private, probably a good thing. Yeah, to be honest. I had a sneaky look when we first started seeing each other, but really wish I hadn't now. Yeah. Yes, it just pisses me off though, so I don't know why I do it lol. See, this is the thing, like what good will ever come? Both of my exes' exes I already knew. We all went to school together, but I check their page. I have with past partners and haven't with, but my, oh, fuck, I'm getting sick of myself. I have with past partners, but I haven't with my current partner. Okay. Unfortunately, yes, we've been together three years and I just check to see what she's up to. Yeah, but why? Do you know what I mean? Like, why does it matter? That's what we got to think, babe. I did at the beginning of our relationship due to insecurities, but not anymore. Okay. Okay. I have done, but only because we went out for drinks and she said she would fuck him on her holiday. What the fuck? <laughs> okay, stunning. Absolutely stun. 
Um, no, block, unfollow, and remove as a follower. I don't know if you th- if you think we're talking X, but if not, either either works. Yes, she was involved with my friendship circle and always tends to go where I go. She moved into my apartment building that she knows me and my boyfriend live in. Fuck, honestly. Can I live? Yes, on a fake account and she blocked it. Oh, which blocked my real account too. Hashtag busted. Oh yeah, because when you block someone, it says like block blah, blah, blah and other accounts that they might have or create. Fuck, hashtag busted. Um... Let's see. I do and I wish I didn't. Comparison is a killer. Yeah. Not stalk. I looked her up once. I'm just too curious, I think. Yeah, I get that. Okay, so I feel like we're either... Nope, not interested. Not doing it. Not good for me. Or we're... I've looked. I've checked her out. Just about, uh, just out of curiosity. And that's that. Or it's, yes, I'm fucking addicted. And I cannot fucking stop. Honestly, I could tell you her blood type. I could tell you the name of her dog. I know I know her fucking grandma's address. Do you know what I mean? It's a, it's a dark, dark hole. Let's all make a pact to just not do that anymore. Do you know what I mean? Because it's just not good for anyone. All right, babes. Oh, well... I'm exhausted already honestly I'm just I'm anxious as fuck guys like I actually need to do this episode because it makes me feel better and also I've been getting like not like hate like not like hate hate but like just some negative dms okay one I had one (laughs) basically I've been getting flooded with hate okay no I had one dm that was just kind of negative and it just really upset me and it's I woke up still upset about it (laughs) I'm a sensitive soul okay I'm so sensitive I just I feel like I need people to know I'm a decent person and if they don't know that like I am fucked up over the thought of it this is annoying why am I like that like I need to just learn to not care like sometimes I really won't care and I feel like if I wasn't so like anxious and hungover it wouldn't bother me at all I'd be like okay whatever like that's your opinion see it see in a bit honey like you know I know who I am at the end of the day but because I'm having a really bad day I'm like oh I can't deal with this so yeah um fuck it (laughs) fuck it I swear I just fucking lay it all out in this podcast you guys are literally like my counsellors but you don't even get to say anything like I just literally sit here and I tell you about all the shit that's going on in my head and you just have to listen like I was gonna say you don't have a choice but you absolutely can turn me off please don't please don't because then I am fucking alone and I feel very alone right now okay (laughs) okay guys let's get into some dilemmas Okay, everyone, I hope you're ready to give some Bessie advice. These dilemmas are quite different from each other, which is quite nice because a lot of the time, sometimes I'll do an episode and they're all quite similar or they might all be on like a similar topic, similar, what's the word? Um, Theme, right? But these are a bit different, so it's quite nice. Okay, kicking off with this one. It says, hi, I'm submitting this because I really need someone's advice from an outside perspective. Okay, I got you. Basically, I'd been with my boyfriend for a year. Let's call him Tom. A month or so leading up to our one year, Tom had started to act a little bit different. Not really being as attentive and excited to see me and he wouldn't, and oh sorry, as he would have been a few months before. That's a shit feeling when you start to notice a change in behaviour it's so impossible not to fucking deep it and overthink it, especially if you've seen it before and it will, it ended up like the end of your relationship. When you see like a glimpse of that, you're like, no, 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 no. Don't fucking fall out of love with me, please. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Going on. Okay. This became the topic of some of our arguments and he kept saying he just didn't feel like I was good enough for him. What? I don't feel like you're good enough for me. Surely wait I'm hoping you mean the other way around I don't I don't believe somebody could sit there and go I just can't work out if you're actually good enough for me or not fuck okay we're just going to continue on and hope that makes a bit more sense in a minute even though he did the things before anyways we got through it and a couple of weeks after our one year I sent him a message saying I felt he wasn't giving me enough reassurance and I wanted to know that we were okay 
We ended up having a big argument where he said that he felt like we were on different wavelengths and that he feels like he's a different person to who I think he is. What? I've known you a year at this point. Okay. So I called him and he broke into tears saying he feels like he isn't a good person and that he isn't good enough for me. Okay. That he loves me so much, but he doesn't know if he can be with someone right now. Oh, fuck. Tom, what the fuck are you doing? Okay. We ended up working through it. And a few days after it, it was fine. But I still felt scared that he was going to try and break up with me again. See, this is the thi- this is the thing, right? You can say these things, but they really damage a relationship. And you work through it and you work through it. And you decide to stay together. But even somebody like suggesting the idea of not wanting to be in the relationship can fuck you up. And it can be really fucking hard to let go of that. It creates so much insecurity and instability in the relationship. Okay. Um, God, okay. I asked him how he was and he said he felt a bit better because me and him were good and that made him happy. Okay, I'm very confused by Tom. I'm not going to lie. Tom is a confusing boy. I felt shit the entire week, crying every day, worrying when the next time he might want to break up with me was. That's such a shit fucking feeling. Oh God, it just takes away all your fucking self-esteem, doesn't it? When he came to my house later that week, I told him how I felt. Okay, good for you. You clearly are very good at communicating your feelings and I love that from you. He got really upset again and said that he felt he couldn't make me happy anymore and he didn't feel good enough and that himself didn't, him himself didn't feel happy. Side note, Tom has depression and anxiety. Okay. In the end, we decided to break up because he needed time to work on himself and pull himself out of this horrible hole he was in and work on making himself happy. That's fair enough. That is fair enough. We ended on good terms and he said this might not be forever, but it's best for him right now. He said that I should live my life and forget about him right now. And if we're meant to be, we'll come back together. But he can't put a time on when he'll feel better. I felt so much love from him in that moment. I could see it in his eyes how much he cared. We no longer speak anymore so we can move on, but I think about him constantly. It's been nearly three months since the breakup and I haven't been happy since. I miss him every day and can't help but think he was the one. I don't think I'll ever find love like that again. I can't help but hope we'll get back together, but I'm scared he'll move on to someone else. Do you have any advice? Okay, (sighs) right. I'm going to have to collect my thoughts a moment. I've been in your shoes. I've definitely been in your shoes. And I just want to say to you, when you get that feeling of, no one is going to love me like this again. No, I'm never going to have a connection like I have with Tom, with anyone else. When you get those feelings, I need you to know it's not true. Every relationship I've had, at the end of it, I think no one is going to replace you. No one is going to love me like you. No one is going to make me feel comfortable like you. You know, you're my best friend. I tell you everything. You know everything about me. You've seen every side of me. No one is going to make me feel like this again but they will like this is the thing I know deep down you're re- you really want to be with Tom but first things first we need to understand that if that doesn't happen you will be okay and your happiness and your life does not depend on whether Tom wants to be with you or not um and also it's really important to just remember I know this is really fucking annoying when someone says this when you're going through heartbreak and someone says this it's like oh shut the fuck up right it does get better I know it fucking it's like shut up fucking useless brilliant feel way better now thanks for that like it's time is a massive fucking healer I know it's the most useless fucking piece of advice when you're in that moment but it is a fact that the way you're feeling now you're not going to feel in the next three months you know even if it's just slightly better or just you could be in a totally different place by then it will be different I think it would be really good for you to try and flip your perspective on things and just be like, look, right now, Tom isn't in a position to love me the way that I deserve to be loved. So for that reason alone, I also don't want to be in this relationship right now. Like you want him to just love you right and and be available and, you know, treat you how you want to be treated. And you can't make someone do that. Only they can do that. And he he is not in a position to do that right now. So that on its own should be, okay, we are not right for each other at this moment. And you literally never know. It could be in a couple of weeks, could be in a couple of months. It could be years. If you are soulmates with Tom, you could 
come back together and be oh my god you know we was together for a year and then we broke up for two years and we got back together it was the best thing we ever did I'm so glad we did that I'm so grateful for that experience we would not be as strong as we are now if we didn't separate for that time you know like I'm not sure which girl it is I've just recently started listening to the um nip nip tuck podcast nip tuck and not giving a fuck or something like that it's this it is good but one of them was saying recently how she um is with somebody now and they separated and she had like babies with somebody else and then got back together with her ex and now like they're fucking solid so like breakups can sometimes be the best thing that could ever happen to you but you also need to understand that if you don't get back together with Tom you're gonna be all right and it's because he's not right for you and there will be somebody that loves you more than Tom and you know treats you in the way that you've been begging Tom to treat you and you won't even need to ask him So I just think, take some deep breaths, put it in the hands of the universe, just surrender the power and just go, do you know what? I cannot control that right now. So I'm not going to worry about that. I'm going to worry about what I can control, which is what am I spending my day-to-day life doing? Are my day-to-day behaviors and choices having a positive impact on me? What do I need to remove from my life to be the best version of myself that I can be right now? What is missing in my life that I need to fulfill and how do I do that? Do you know what I mean? I think right now the only thing we can really control is how we're feeling in in our day to day and that's going to be in the long term the best thing you can ever use this time for so I just think do whatever it is you need to do to make yourself happy and if Tom is right for you Tom will be there at the right time you know he's he's asked you to forget about him which for me is a bit of a bit of a red flag because I'd be like well (laughs) you know, but at the same time, I kind of get it if he's like, I really want a fresh, fresh, fresh start with me and you, like if we're ever going to get back together, it needs to be a blank slate. We need to let go. You know, the no contact is a good thing. I'm proud of you for doing that. It's really hard. Focus on yourself. You're going to be fine. Like that's what you need to keep reminding yourself. I'm going to be all right. Tom or no Tom, I'm fucking amazing and I'm going to be fine. You got this. Keep me updated with how it all goes. I love you. You got this. And yeah, I'm proud of you. It's really difficult. But find the power in it, you know? Like he wasn't loving me right. And I'm walking away. And and I'm proud of myself for not settling for less than what I know I deserve and what I want. So we're all proud of you. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Okay. Next dilemma. It's my mate's birthday weekend soon and she wants to go for cocktails and club after, but clubs just aren't for me. I get back home and feel so shit after. I'd much rather just do the cocktails than go home. They go out if they want to, but I just don't personally want to because of how much I hate it. I feel bad because it's her birthday and it's what she wants to do. Am I being unreasonable not going to the club? Love you. I love you. 
I don't think you're being unreasonable at all. And I'll tell you why. Because if I was having a big get together for my birthday and my best friend was like, look, I, you know I hate clubbing. I'm going to come to the cocktails. You know, I'll be there. I'll get ready with you, like whatever. But when you guys all head to the club, I'm probably just going to jump in a cab home just because it's just, it's not my thing. And I just don't really want to feel anxious and shit. If my friend said that to me, I'd say, oh my God, I'm so happy that you're coming to the cocktails. I love that. Thank you so much for coming. Like I would not be like, you fucking bitch. You know, like have a panic attack for me tonight, please. So selfish. Like, to be honest, a good friend will just be like, oh my God, of course. Like, I get that. Absolutely not a problem whatsoever. Like, you can't put yourself in a position that's going to be detrimental to your mental health just to make your friend happy. And a good friend would be happy that you are going home because that's what's best for you. Do you know what I mean? And she's still going to have a fucking great time with all the friends that love clubbing. So I don't think you should feel guilty at all. Or I think you should just be honest and say, look, I'm definitely going to come to a cocktails buzzing for it. Literally can't wait. Love a cocky city, I know. But you know clubs aren't my vibe. Like, you know that's not for me. So I'll probably jump in a cab when you guys go to the club. And if she's got a problem with it, <laughs> that sort of says more about her, to be honest. Like, like, if that was my friend, I would not have an issue in the absolute slightest. I might be like, oh, are you sure? Like, can you not just come and then see how you feel? And I really understand if, if you come and then you leave. And if she was like, oh, I'd really rather not, I'd be like, okay, that's absolutely fine. Like, please still come to the cocktails. Like, I would really love for you to just to be at the cocktails. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, I just think, be honest, baby, you've got nothing to be ashamed of. I think you've got to prioritise yourself when it comes to your mental health. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. You're still showing up. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, fuck them. <laughs> I love you. I don't think that's, I don't think that's a bad thing to say at all, as long as you're honest, you know. Okay, next one. This dilemma says... I've been with my boyfriend for over a year now and he doesn't post me on social media. I had to ask for him to post a photo from holiday last summer and from then he hasn't posted me. He posts when he goes on his lad's holiday slash night out with the lads but nothing to do with me. See this is the thing I would get it if he's just not an Instagram guy but the fact that you literally post on your fucking nights out but I've got to ask you to get one picture a fucking year on your fucking grid what the fuck anyway on valentine's day i moaned so he eventually put a photo on his story oh brilliant thank you do you know what i mean rude but made my name what but made my name so small and the same color as the background and said it was so he could keep me a good secret so no one was nosy <gasps> no not the secret tag I'm sick of having the same conversation about it now, but do I have a right to be annoyed? Yes, you do. I'm sorry. That is a statement saying you're a prick. Like, I'm not being funny. If you didn't use Instagram, I'd get it. But for what reason? We've been together a year. For what good reason do I even need to be a secret anymore? Why is it a secret? We're not dating. It's not early days and you want to keep it a secret, keep it private. We've been together a year. What the fuck is the fucking secret? To me, that is a fucking huge red flag. Huge, huge, huge red flag. And listen, I do not ever want to put things in your head. <laughs> oh my God, I'm joking. Put things in your head, especially if you're not already thinking them. But I'm just saying, if it was me, I'm just going to assume you want to you want to appear single. That is the only explanation I could possibly come up with why I need to be a fucking secret like that's a that is some sort of joke I'm sure that's a joke why am I a secret he's literally said I want to keep you a good secret pardon pardon are you ashamed what is the secret yeah you want girls to think that you're single why that to me is unfucking faithful vibes like that's it that is a big big issue I'm not even joking some of you guys might really disagree with me but for me it's a big issue because you use Instagram and you've literally it's Valentine's Day I've had to convince you to post a picture of me on Valentine's Day and when you have you've you've tried to hide who I am is you've tried to make it a secret to me I'm thinking what like do girls have stuff on you they could DM me and be like hey babe like why don't you want people to have my account like I'm not on board with this in the slightest like I'm really fucking not I don't even know what advice to give you besides like I would literally go to my boyfriend and be like this isn't this is an issue like this is a problem I, and I'm, I literally won't accept it I don't know I might be really out 
like out of order thinking this but listen this podcast is all about my personal opinion and that is my personal opinion I don't think that's fucking acceptable I would get it if you didn't use Instagram but like the fact that you've finally fucking come around to putting me on your story on Valentine's Day and you've hidden my account name that's fucking odd and you've literally said I want to keep you a good secret I've been with you over a year what the fuck is the secret at this point do you know what I mean have have a real hard conversation that's what I say I love you you deserve way better than that people anyone would be proud to be of you do you know what I mean okay I love you next dilemma hey Leah I absolutely love you and the pod I listen I love you I listen to you every day on the tube to my muggle job as a barmaid (laughs) I've been there babe I feel oh no sorry my dilemma is a little different basically I feel very lost in life right now and would really love your advice I've just turned 23 and recently graduated from drama school gorgeous studying professional dance and musical theater absolutely stunning I'm now a graduate living in London whilst auditioning for cruises west end shows and tv film jobs gorgeous I feel so stagnant right now currently working two jobs to pay London rent and I'm facing constant rejection from auditioning I'm grateful to have gotten to final rounds for incredible opportunities but haven't been hearing back so far and if that isn't the case then I'm being cut I know you're a performer so I wondered if you had any advice on how to cope with this as much as I try to stay positive I feel like I'm just wasting my 20s working in jobs that aren't for me when I just want to be bloody famous and perform for a living I feel completely stuck as this has been the case for seven months now and it feels as if everyone I know in this industry are constantly booking jobs left right and centre I feel behind in life as I as if I'm not good enough, even though I pick a ridiculously competitive industry to enter into. I really struggle to trust the universe at times like this, and I don't know what to do or, or how to think. I'm not sure if this is a pointless dilemma, but just wondered if you could give some advice for anyone in any industry that's struggling with rejection or in a similar situation. I love you. I love you. Oh my God, believe me, nobody understands this feeling more than me. So I was actually talking about this with my best friend recently because she's at drama school. And she's really struggling. Like, she just is miserable. Like, she just fucking hates... It's just shit there. You know, on the whole. She's very passionate, very talented. But she's just like, it's just hard. It's draining. I'm just not fucking happy, right? And I was basically talking to her about how I was exactly the same as you. I, I didn't go to drama school. But I dedicated my whole entire life to this fucking career, okay? And I would again like you be working these bar jobs and doing everything I can to afford to live in London and auditioning for shows I didn't even fucking want to do but I was desperate and you get so far and then you get cut and you spend all this money on your audition outfit and your travel to audition and whatever you've got you know printing out sheet music buying the sheet music and then you show up and and it's yeah you're through to the next round and then you've got to learn more material and you learn more material and then you go to the next audition it's like yeah okay great the dance rounds are tomorrow then you show up and you're full of anxiety and then you have to do your fucking dances and dances and then you're cut or then you get through to the next round and then it's like you're auditioning with other other auditionees and then you get so far just for them to go that's all we need from you thank you and you just think fuck you like honestly I've given everything like what do you fucking want from me (laughs) and I get it like only one person is gonna get this role but it is so fucking exhausting it is such an exhausting process and then you go through all of it you go through round after round learning material learning new material learning new material you get closer and closer and closer and then you're back to fucking square one. And before you know it, you've got 12 hour shifts behind the bar. You're fucking depressed. You feel like, how is this? When am I ever going to get a fucking yes? When is it ever going to come right for me? And it's so hard to pick yourself up every single time. It is so shit. Okay. And I don't think performers get enough credit for how dedicated you have to be. And what I was saying to my friend is like, I realized that I sacrificed so much to do this job. Like I, I'm talking about performing. I can, I was spending all my money on 
just being in London, auditioning, just trying to have the fucking money to be there. And I didn't have time to go out with my friends. I didn't have money to go out with my friends. I couldn't go out for nice dinners. I couldn't buy myself nice clothes. And I didn't have a penny of savings. I still fucking don't. I don't have a penny of savings. I've got no security for my future whatsoever. I don't know how I'm going to start a fucking family one day. And before you know it, you're 20 fucking five. You got no fucking savings. And you're still not on the fucking West End. <laughs> this is getting a bit personal. <laughs> I'm just telling you my fucking trauma now but the thing is I decided like last year I was like look I will never just give up musical theatre it's a passion and a love I can never get rid of even if I wanted to I will always want to give it a go right but I had to make it less of a priority in my life. So I'm like, I'm not living in London anymore. I'm going to stay at home where I can save money to think about my future. And I do have excess money to enjoy my life and do nice things and buy myself nice things and put my passion into another job. So I don't have to do the jobs I fucking hate, like bar work and waitressing and just cafe shit. Like I would just want to feel passionate about something and feel like I'm getting something out of my life. So I put my fucking all into this podcast into social media because I love it so much and it makes me feel fulfilled so I literally was just like look do you know what I will always have hopes that one day I will be on stage again and I will always give it a go you know I still audition but I didn't want to lose so much of my life from that career anymore so I just thought to myself what makes me happy at this point in my life, what really makes me happy? And the answer was like my family, my friends, nice things, <laughs> shopping, like, and this podcast. And I was like, that is going to be my priority now. Do you know what I mean? And I have no regrets because I feel like I'm for the first time enjoying my 20s. I actually, for the first time, feel like I'm, I feel like I'm just living my life now and I feel less scared about my future. And do you know what? If you said to me two years ago, you would have put musical theatre on a back foot, I would have had a panic attack. I would have been like, what? Don't tell me I quit. Don't tell me I gave up. Like, I've never had a plan B. Don't tell me I quit. But I just realised that, like, all these things that I was sacrificing, you know, like money, free time, the shit jobs you've got to work just to live in London in in a fucking tiny room in a shit area where you don't feel comfortable, you don't feel safe, you don't fucking know anyone. Like you, I was just so miserable. And I was like, oh, I do all this. You know, I sacrifice any security of any sort of long term future. I sacrifice all of this just for that fucking moment on a fucking stage under the spotlight <laughs> it's not simple to say the most days I was like is it worth it like, and listen I will never ever fall out of love with it I will never like decide it's not for me but I had to stop making these sacrifices for it because I d- it was making me so unhappy that I was like I just want to be happy at this point. I just want to be happy. I just want to feel like I'm not throwing my life away into something that might not work. Can you hear that fucking car alarm? Selfish fucks. Someone's robbing a fucking car when I'm trying to do a podcast. Okay, we're back. So my advice to you is, I know that sounds really negative, but it's genuinely, genuinely, hand on heart, it's a really positive thing. So my advice to you is ask yourself, what is going to make me happy today that I can control? For me, that was living in London. I thought it made me happy. I thought it made me feel alive. I thought it made me feel independent and like I'm a city girl, city girl. But I was like, I'm lonely. I'm fucking broke. I'm so far away from my family. Not so far, but far enough you know, like my niece and nephews are grown up and I only get to see them a handful of times a year. So I was just like, I don't want to look back and think you had the shittest fucking 20s just for these moments on stage where it's like, I'm singing my solo. I'm singing my solo song, everybody. And I was just like, I just want to be happy. So I would say, ask yourself, what are the things that make you really, truly, truly, truly happy in life? Because that's what life's about. Life's about being happy, right? And I know, obviously, number one answer is going to be being on stage. But what else? What else makes you happy? Is it 
going on nights out? Is it going for nice dinners? Is it going on holidays? Because these are things we can't actually fucking afford to do when we're working these jobs to live in London and pay London rent and go to all these bloody auditions. Actually cost money. Like, do you know what I mean? So ask yourself what the things are that make you happy and how you can balance between the two, whether that be moving home and just traveling up to London when you've got an audition and traveling home, then you've got more money to to enjoy your life with or, you know, moving out of London and traveling so that you can go on holidays and you can visit places and go to see your friends from, from school and like, do you know what I mean? Like whatever that is figure out a way, ask yourself, right, how can I find a way to have both right now? Because you don't have to give up musical theatre to enjoy the other things in life. And that's what I realised. I thought to myself, I've got to live in London. I've got to be fucking broke. I've got to be far away from my family. I've got to work these miserable jobs if I want to make it in musical theatre. And like what I've realised now is that's not fucking true because I can do my podcast. I can live at home in Somerset and travel to London for an audition. I can do self-tapes like I can do all the things I love and still have a big big part of me that I can dedicate to musical theatre without it being all of me do you know what I mean so just ask yourself if, if that's something you can do and maybe try and figure out how to do that and it doesn't have to be so scary like it doesn't have to be like I'm giving up I'm giving up musical theatre like you know, we can, we never give up. Like musical theatre lovers, we never give up. Deep down in our hearts, it's always a passion. It's always something you want to achieve. But don't lose yourself in the process. Don't, don't you know, lose all, all your life experiences and your building a future, your, your chances to build a future for it because that's miserable, you know? Sorry if I've gone on and on and on. And this is probably so boring to anybody that doesn't understand because, you know, if you don't do musical theatre, it's like, well what just shut up what are you talking about but it is hard when you do musical theater because I can't get a full-time job I can't get a a, like a career I can develop in because I need days off to go to auditions I need to do these part-time jobs behind bars and stuff so that I can say I've got an audition on Thursday can't come in can you cover my shift like you can't get a job nine to five where you need to be there every single day and you're progressing and you're on a salary like it's hard to do that but just ask yourself even if you did it at home with your with in living at home with your family so you've just got a bit of excess money to enjoy your life and go on holidays and you know make plans is that going to make your life a bit better do you know what I mean like whatever it is you think deep down this might make my life a little bit better because this is the thing you can leave London realize I actually preferred it in London and just move back to London like do not worry like you're still so young you're 23 do you know what I mean but, you know, before I knew it, I was 25 and I'm thinking, I'm 30 in five years. I want to have kids at some point. How am I going to afford to do this? So I had to make decisions. And obviously, granted, a lot of mine came from going for a breakup. I had to leave London. But my plan was always to go back to London. Always. As soon as I left London, I was like, I've got to go back. I've got to go back. That's what. That's where my career is. That's where the auditions are. I've got to go back. I can't be in Somerset. I can't be in Somerset. I'll rot to hell in Somerset. And I was there three weeks and I thought, I'm so much fucking happier here. I'm so much happier here. So yeah, I love you. Everything happens for a reason. Remember that. Trust the process. Trust the journey. And also one thing I do want to say is you could go to an audition tomorrow and get the job and it all fucking changes. So do not worry because all it takes, there's so many no's. No, 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 no. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Have a great day. Thank you. See you next time. But one of them will say yeah. And that's that. Do you know what I mean? And what we have to remember is we don't have to live in London to be able to do this. So if you feel like living in London is just so difficult for you financially and like I've always said this, living in a big city can be so fucking lonely. It can be lonelier. You're surrounded by millions of people. You don't even know anyone. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I'm just going to shut up now, but I feel like I made my points. I love you. You can make it. Like this is the thing. You can make it. And, you know, if the love and passion is there, you will make it. So you got this. I'm proud of you. I love you to all my musical theatre girls and boys. I love you. You can do this. Just don't sacrifice your whole life for it. You know, make sure you're happy every day. Well, not every day. And who's happy every day? No one, especially not me. But <laughs> make sure you're making time for the things that make you happy. And not everything has to be on the back foot just for this career. You know, you, you have to be happy as well. Okay, guys, I love you. Let's wrap up the episode. Okay, everyone. Thank you so much for making it to the end of this episode. I love you guys so, 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 so much. Remember, the cups are on sale now. If you're listening after 12 p.m. on Tuesday, the 21st of February, they are on sale. Um, I just received a DM from somebody saying, like, is is it going to be a one-time thing? Like, once they're gone and they're gone, or are you going to restock? We will just keep restocking. 
like I said, they're made to order. So we can just order. We we do have like a bit of stock ready for the launch. But like once they're gone, if they go, <laughs> if they go, we could be hanging on to these for a few months. But whenever they do sell out, if they did, we can order more cups and straws, etc. And just get more made. So and it doesn't take long. Like where um, Chloe's getting them from is it's very, very quick. Like I think it takes three days for them to get to her and then you know once they're there they we get making well we she very talented queen she gets making and then like I said the dispatch time will stay the same but it might just be a couple of days on top but we can keep you all updated with postage and tracking and etc like that so yeah how exciting remember it's all on my Instagram if you would like to see more pictures of them and stuff like that they're really really cute so head over to them if you want one and I love you I love you guys so much I hope you have the best week let me know what episode you want on Friday I'll do whatever you guys want and yeah have an amazing week I hope I feel less anxious by Friday because fucking hell I just really do not fucking feel like myself right now but I love you so much have the best week I'm so proud of you if you're having a difficult week if you're struggling right now I'm so proud of you for getting through every single day I'm here with you we're best friends for life and we got this babe all right I'll speak to you on Friday for a brand new episode I love you bye Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.